Alice Walker once said, the most common way we give away our power is by thinking that we don't have any. Do you sometimes give away your power? Do you sometimes feel like other people should solve your problems or that your problems, your doubts should not exist at all? In this video, I'm going to break down how you should deal with your own self-doubts. And at the end of the video, I'm going to give you five questions to ask yourself the next time you experience self-doubt. So how should you handle your self-doubts? Number one, you need to realize that self-doubts are helpful. They are productive because we don't start life having all the answers. So we are constantly looking for answers, for solutions to certain problems. But if you think you have all the solutions, which means you never have any doubts, well, then you don't get very far. You don't make progress. So you need to have self-doubts in order to question your current approach, in order to question how you do things, to question your own beliefs, so you can overcome your limiting beliefs, your flawed perspective, or your flawed approach. This is so crucial. We are all a work in progress. And by thinking you should not have any self-doubts, you essentially declare that you think you are perfect and you're not going to change. We are all going to change. Change is part of our life. We are a work in progress. So when is self-doubt unproductive? Well, when it stops you from taking any action. Let me give you an example. As a teenager and young adult, I was questioning myself all the time and I was projecting my doubts onto myself. I said, yeah, I'm shy, I'm insecure, I will never figure this out. Or I'm so lazy, I can't get this done, I'm just not meant to be this way. Or I told myself, I suck, often. So those beliefs, those stories in my mind were not helpful at all to taking action. I told myself, I can't figure this out. I can't achieve this result. Other people can, but I can't. So when is self-doubt harmful? When you give away your own power. But self-doubts can be incredibly productive. And I like to distinguish between two types of self-doubt. The first one is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is when your competency exceeds your confidence, meaning you're more capable than you give yourself credit for. And there's an easy solution. You need to train yourself to celebrate your victories. What I recommend is you start a simple list. Every evening, you write down five wins you had during the day. And then you write down, what are the five wins I'm going to have tomorrow? And if you do this consistently, it's going to change your confidence. Because here's the math. Do this for a week and you'll have 35 wins. Do this for a month and you'll have over 150 wins. Do this for a year and you'll have over 1,800 wins. Now let me ask you, do you think having over 1,800 wins in just 12 months would change your confidence? I bet it would. 
Another habit you can start, and there's a great book on this by Mel Robbins called The High Five Habit. And the habit is simple. You start to high five yourself every morning. It's not complex, but you need to celebrate yourself. You need to give yourself more credit, especially if you're prone to self-doubt. I mean, there are people who are overconfident. I'm sure you can picture some of them. And for those people, that would not be helpful. Those people need to question themselves more. But if you experience self-doubt often, there are two things you need to do. First, give yourself more credit. And then secondly, distance yourself from your self-doubt. Self-doubt is not going to go away. It's going to be part of your life. But we shouldn't take it personally. When I have a, like a career goal, for example, I want to reach a certain milestone and I'm seeing, oh, this is not going the way I want it to go. I don't take it personal. I don't say I suck. I don't say I'm never going to figure this out. I'm not saying I can't never do this. I say, okay, what do I need to change? What do I need to do differently? How could I change my approach? How could I change my perspective? And listen to these questions. They say nothing about me. The problem you have with self-doubts is that you project them onto you. You make them about yourself. But they're not about you. You are not your doubts. You are not your thoughts. You're more than that. And then the second type of self-doubt is when you actually don't know how to do something. And the solution here is simple too. Find training, find mentorship, find coaching, find the right online course, find someone who can help you do it. And you can fasten your journey to success. Self-doubt can be so productive because it shows you ways in which you can do things differently. If you leverage it to your advantage. Most people never learn from their mistakes, but lessons are to be repeated until they are learned. And your self-doubts are helpful because in order to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. But if you recreate the same things, you've done over and over and over again, you're going to get the exact same results. So this is crucial. Now as promised, I want to give you five questions to ask yourself the next time you experience self-doubt. First question, will this belief carry me to my desired life? Will it help me create the life I want? For example, a few years ago, I had all these self-doubts of, I'm not good enough, I'm shy, I'm insecure, I will never do this. And it was preventing me from taking any action. It was preventing me from talking to women. So this was not helpful at all. It was preventing me from going any further. So when you realize, okay, this is not helpful, then ask yourself, what would be helpful? What would move me forward? What approach would give me more progress? And that way you find a different solution. Secondly, is this belief verifiable and fair? Is it verifiable? Meaning, 
Other people have struggled with this too and nobody has found a solution. And is it fair? For example, I started coaching when I was 25 years old. That's pretty young. And some people say a life coach, if they're just 25, like they, they can call themselves a life coach. So some people have this belief, this limiting belief that they are too young to start coaching. But if this, is this belief really verifiable? Are there no life coaches who are 25, 22, 21 and crushing it? They are. There are life coaches who are 25 or 20 and they're crushing it. So that's not really verifiable and it's not fair either for me to say I'm too young to start this. I mean, when would be the appropriate time to start? So is this belief really verifiable? I used to tell myself, yeah, I'm shy, I'm insecure. But is it verifiable that your personality is fixed? No, it's not. Science proves that your personality is actually changeable. It's not permanent. So there's no proof that I can't change. Third key question. Is this situation within my control? Meaning, can I do something about it? When I tell myself I'm shy, I'm insecure, do I give away my power? Yes, I do. What if I changed my perspective and told myself, okay, I'm shy and insecure. Maybe I'm lacking the communication skills necessary. So how could I get them? With that approach, it is within my power. I'm giving myself power back. Then the next question, what would make me a role model right now? I mean, if someone were to observe my situation, which people are observing how you handle your situations, what would make me a role model right now? I ask myself this all the time. I have two children. And when I feel like I can't figure something out or this is too hard, and I ask myself, what would make me a role model right now? What would make me the best role model for my kids? And it will give you a completely different answer than if you just focus on yourself. And then the last key question, what's the next right action of integrity? What can I do in the next 10 minutes to make progress on this? Not to have all the solutions, not to have it all figured out. No, how can I move forward with this? How can I get some momentum? And what they say is this, wisdom is come like a part of two things. It's knowledge, which you are getting right now, and experience. Wisdom is the product of knowledge, which there's so much to consume on YouTube, you've got online courses, you've got books, all that stuff. But that alone isn't enough. You need to translate it into action so you get your own experience so you develop your own wisdom. So what could you do in the next 10 minutes to make progress on this? And then the last key thing I want you to keep in mind. You need to anticipate that self-doubt is going to be part of your life in the future. Like many people are surprised that they're still doubting themselves. I doubt myself all the time. It's part of life. So don't expect it to go away. 
Focus on how can I increase my confidence? Focus on how can I prepare? Focus on, okay, how can I stop projecting this onto myself, make this about myself, and instead see the situation objectively? I mean, when I started to meditate, it changed everything because life went from going from, like, it's still, but from a subjective experience where I was just seeing myself and everything from my own perspective to an objective experience where I was able to see different experiences, different perspectives, and that changed everything. Now, to be honest, life is always a subjective experience, but when you learn how to meditate, you actually have the capability to see things from different angles, and that changes everything. And if you want to learn how to meditate, then I highly recommend that you check out this video right now.